It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News, yada, 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 back for episode 127 of Knifey Lion Radio. Ooh, baby, we are the gift. My name is Jonah, Medal of Honor recipient from the Pod Wars. Joining me from one chair away, it's the indoor instigator. Hi. Good day. Today, we'll burn through the last two FC games, a tie that hit like a loss versus Atlanta, and a loss that felt like a death in the family against Nashville. That's the recap. Yop sucks at his job, but how much so? It's Yop Watch. I got a disturbing audio message that I have to share. FCC Inside Source. Zach, can't believe this. The B-Man is back, finally. We need his takes on all things FCC. It's Chuck Hatch with a brand new edition of. Kevin, it's time to fuck shit up. Or tell me what the score of the San Jose game was. It's Kevin's Then it's the sweet, sweet smell of fresh potpourri. Fresh potpourri. Is that an oxymoron? Mm. It's fresh, freshly made. Freshly potpourri. made potpourri. As always, you're listening live inside the John Harks Cave of Wonders. Could really do for some John Harks right now. Dance for us. Dance for us. I got here downwritten banter. Sack! Yo, what's up? Podcast wars. It's a cold war now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, it's a war of attrition. Everyone's dead but me. Wednesday a game, Saturday a game. Zach, they're already making excuses about these short weeks, but it looks like we've got six more of these short weeks to go. Better save the excuses. Yeah. No, he'll just use them again. (laughs) Um, Before we get into the recap, I did write a few FCC headlines. Zach, did you? Mm, I've got one. We've got lots of headlines, so let's just do them. FCC headlines! Excitement. Palpable. I'll go first since you only have one. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it'll it'll stretch things out more. This one, straight from the, Del- the, the Duluth designer. Mm. Stanko, Panko, Caleb makes crunchy tackles, putting fear into all chickens with delightful crisp breading. Zach. Stanko Panko. <laughs> no need to explain. Stanko Panko. Put it on top of your mac and cheese mm. for a little crisp. Zach, give me your first of many headlines. Sure, this is in the uh, Decatur Examiner. Oh. Um, it's a real life, the happening. Multiple CS tiers and you ain't lioners drop dead face down at their keyboards while breaking down tactics of worst game of all time. <laughs> Only KLR left standing. <laughs> Someone had to pick up the pieces. I'm glad it's us. And do you know why? It's because we don't break down tactics. We don't care. Did you see Coach Koff's, uh tweet last night? Was it positive? We had possession, I guess. Oh, my God. Possession. Has there ever been <laughs> a worse uh, example of possession? Coach Koff, I hope you're listening. How can anyone watch this terrible performance by players of FC Cincy and call for Stom out? He's not wearing a kit tonight, is he? I get part of a coach's job is to motivate players, but anyone who has 
I think he means parented. Patented knows, I'll say parented knows that you can't make people do something they don't want to. Worst take I've ever seen. I'm all for saying, you know, can't always blame the coach for what you see out there, but uh, if you can't judge him for that, what, li- what literally, what can you judge him for? He can't go out there. That's always the case with every single coach, so I don't know. Rough, rough for me. Uh, this one is from AOL.com front page. Not really my thing. Hilarious podcaster informs wife after leaving remote control in pocket. Zach, not really my thing. <laughs> it's a dick joke. <laughs> I've been waiting weeks for that one. Not really my thing, officer. Uh, here's another one. <laughs> this is from the Kentucky Courier. Unless you had another one just came to you, Zach. I don't want no, to I'm sorry. Hillbilly apology. A tearful Carl Lindner apologizes to massive piece of shit J.D. Vance for not spending Brenner's $13 million on his campaign. Did you see the video of that? No. <laughs> the man was on his knees. Hillbilly apology. Zach, how about this J.D. Vance guy? Yeah, he can really get fucked, huh? Uh, this one is from the Sal... No, he's not from there. This one's from the Buenos Aires Bugle. No, this is the headline. I forgot. It's a whole new one, Zach. They made a show about Lucho getting violently attacked in the side of the head against Atlanta. It's called Legends of the Hidden Temple. (laughs) (laughs) I worked my way backwards for that one. (laughs) Like, right? Uh, You forgot, Zach. Atlanta. Remember that happened, too? Yeah. You're going to get pumped about that one? I was pumped about that one. Uh, were you? Let's just do the recap. FCC faced Atlanta on Wednesday. Hard to remember, right? But they did. They came to town with the depleted roster and what we feared the most, the new coach bump. The DeMay way in Atlanta after they fired Gabrielle Heinze for doing things like not giving them water. Guess what? Water's for fucking uh, Joseph Joseph Martinez was not in the starting 11 and uh, you know who else was in the starting 11 a lot of people who I didn't recognize besides Brooks Lennon Zach you see that starting lineup you see ours our Canadian non-vaxxers are back you had to be feeling good you simply had to have they were there for the taking Jonah first win at the Teak people thought if not now when they were <laughs> uh, Zach you're like my uh, Robin to my to me Howard you know you're uh, like Robin on the Howard Stern show <laughs> and I'm Howard <laughs> not really my thing it was a remote not a penis um and it, you know they seem like they were making good on it we had all the good chances actually no they had a few good chances but we had you would say we were the better of the team watching the game they had some crossbars right yeah but was that before our goal I don't know I don't know either but we took the scoring mantle award first, the Stanley Cup of scoring. Everyone's been calling it with Lucho with a beautiful, a beautiful pass from otherwise ghostly Brenner, right to Lucho who cuts cuts it in on his right foot and curls it just like you just like you dreamed it. Zach, he's been doing that since the preseason. Remember his first curler? Yeah. We were like, oh man, this is gonna be his thing. It is his thing. One nothing. As soon as we score, I'm looking around for Atlanta fans. I want to tell them to fuck off. I want to do the jerk-off motion, but I didn't see them, unfortunately. <laughs> a little it down. Zach, that goal. It was good. It was great. Did you see Coach Goff's tweet? He said, what a strike by Stom! <laughs> <laughs> 
No way he's in that position. <laughs> Finally, he without was, Finally, Lucho listens. Good to see Lucho <laughs> listening when he cuts back. And you're thinking at that point, I, I won't say you're thinking at that point, because, you know, what can you really think of this team? But you're like, if not today. It had to be. It had to be then, because that, that was the reason I felt good walking away from that game is even when we scored four goals, we never sounds dumb, but <laughs> we just scored those four goals. <laughs> this game, we only scored one, but we had sustained pressure in their defensive third. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, we looked like the better team. It's not like if Brenner would have scored or Bar- he made that pass to Barrel against Nashville, it's 1-1 then, and you're like, hey, look at this, 1-1. But if you'd watch the game, you'd be like, these teams are not playing on the same Yeah, <laughs> it, w- it was the only level. game of the season where we were like creating multiple opportunities. I was like, all right, finally. Yeah, I mean, Nash or Atlanta, you could see why they were or have like been so bad for so long because I was like, who the fuck are all these guys? Um, yeah, which is why his comments after the game about losing the lead in the Champions League final were so bizarre <laughs> after this game. This is like an Atlanta B team and they're in shambles. It's more like blowing the Caribou Cup against Wimbledon. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just like that. It wasn't to be. I got uh, got a little scared. Justin Martinez comes in the second half. He hadn't done much this year. He's coming off an injury, and he hadn't played in several games. He's been in uh, Gabriel Heinze's doghouse, but the history's there. We've seen him score. Uh, what do you say, Zach? Maybe the one of the goals of the year after he uh, put old hags in a blunder. Mm. But you know, I was afraid, and he did make a few things happen. And then he had the free kick, which was uh, palmed away by uh, Vermeer, who ended up getting on the team of the week for his performance after we all called for a change. Uh, but he made us eat our words for one week, or for half a week. But they did score. Kind of an FCC give-up goal, but um, it just seems like a kind of goal we give up. Zach, what you see? Do you even remember? I don't really. <laughs> Why can't I remember It doesn't matter. Goal? But then what Do upset- you notice uh, with Vermeer, he stopped himself about three different times. From coming out? Yeah, like... He read the tweets. Crushing all of his instincts and then yeah. making the save. Yeah. Huh. Uh, that one where he didn't come out, the guy had a lot of space on both sides of him. Good positioning, I guess. Um, but the thing that upset me after we blew the lead, which is like, of course we did, is we seemed content. Or big Yap did. Big time. And the big substitution, obviously we have a not great bench. There was no one else who I was excited about possibly coming in. But to see Nick Haglin come in for, was it Barrial? It was an attacking yeah, player. Yeah. And, you know, that was just an admission that we're not going to do better than a point. And um, that was upsetting. And uh, I don't know if we did have, after they scored, I don't think we had any legit chances after that. But we were not able to generate any more chances after they scored. 1-1, a tie game, dropped points, seems to be our thing. I don't know. I feel like we say the same thing every week. When we go up, it's just bizarre. We just turn to shit. Luckily, it was a quick turnaround, and we would have time for redemption as we head down to Nashville, a team we've only tied against. The only uh, non-tie was a playoff game in the USL in which we won on penalties. Us and Nashville and tying. You just can't get us apart. Or can you? No spoilers if you haven't watched the game. Uh, Yeah, we head down before the Nashville banter really flowing. Not really. Uh, Zach, I will say our rivalry with Nashville seems more legit than Columbus. But also, I absolutely loathe these Nashville fans. They make me not want to engage. Did you see the one uh, the guy had? He said, uh, we're 
basically a Nazi club, <laughs> which I thought was slightly extreme. And then um, he replied to me saying, yeah, I'd sarcastically like, yeah, we're all Nazis or something with a picture of Gutman in front of a um, KKK robe. I don't know what was going on, but at that point I decided to disengage. Zach, am I on an island? Are you pro Nashville fans? Huh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't engage really. I saw no. some, you know, the printed Tifa slander and that. What about the KKK uh, thing? I didn't see any. Gutman, not even on the team anymore. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Catching bizarre strays, I will say. But uh, yeah, I reported that tweet. I narked. <laughs> <laughs> it said, "Have you tried blocking or muting?" I said, "Listen, Twitter, I'm going straight to the top." Um, but then starting lineup, we're like, "What?" Kubo and Stanko? Why is my voice doing this? <laughs> Kubo and Stanko? Uh, but they were in a little formation switcheroo, 4-3-3 out there, and thinking, oh, well, how's this going to work? How are they going to play? What's going to happen when the game starts? Zach, the game starts. Uh, we couldn't do a goddamn thing. No, it was one of the... Uh, Except dominate possession. But it was one of our worst starts, right? Where it was like, come out kind of hot. It was the inverse, which almost gave me a little hope that, yeah. like, oh, okay, we're going to turn it around. Well, that's why, like, even in, like, the Atlanta game, I was like, this is a little different because we waited longer to score. But, uh... <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> no, but, uh... Take your time. Yeah. the fir- Like, one of the first things in the game is you saw uh, Stanko took the ball off of Brenner, I think. That right side Or, no, was... first Barrial and then yeah. off someone else. And they're literally standing there with their arms out, like, dude. Yeah. Get out of the fucking that, way. The, we kept trying to go that right side, and it was so crowded, so condensed, and uh, the man you want with the quick touches and the small spaces is Caleb Stanko. Uh, but yeah, we couldn't get out of our own half. Literally, if you watch my tweet where I showed every shot from the game, um, but nothing was happening from nobody, and it was just, yeah, like you said, usually we get at least a few minutes to get excited. Something for us to sink our teeth into. This one, nothing to seek our seek seek our teeth into, and just a rough start. And I will say, we started the second half a little stronger. Nashville seemed like they were happy to get even deeper into a shell. But I was like, yeah, this would have been nice, you know, little adjustments. But unfortunately, it was already TLTL at that point. Uh, Zach, you commented, the goals we gave up. You know, we didn't give up total shit goals. We almost did. But the ones they actually did score, you could say, I mean, they were legit. So nothing to hang your head about are the ones we gave up. But it didn't matter because there was nothing else doing for us. Zach, Nashville's goals. Break them down. <laughs> Coach Koff style. Um, like, you had to love them. You had to appreciate strong say, footy. You know, we just rewatched that first goal. That was just uh, that was an incredible ball in behind. Cameron always almost stops that cross. Oh, that was very close. It's just perfectly weighted, really. That's just one of those. Um, well, actually, on the replay, you see, I think it was Castillo. He was kind of caught flat-footed. There was a loose ball in there. but uh, How about Castillo? This guy scores one goal. <laughs> he thinks he's fucking Zidane out there. This man, he doesn't want to play defense anymore. He wants to get up the field. I will say, I appreciate how... Uh, the only word, Zach, you said this before the podcast started. You said he looked swaggy out there. And, uh, Excuse me? <laughs> said, Swag on fleek, I think you said? I said, absolutely, my friend. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he looks better going forward than I imagined ever old Castillo would. But yeah, he has been getting caught out a little bit. 
Joe Jow, I'm sure someone's writing a dissertation about how awful he is right now. He had what might have been, I say it will be, the stop of the game. We're pressing hard to get a goal. I think we're down 2-0. Um, it goes through, I think, to Harry <laughs> Harry Mukhtar. Uh, I hate that guy. I really hate that guy. Um, he gets the ball. There's four, maybe, Nashville fa- players streaking on the other side of the field to one defender. So if Joe Jow does not make the stop, we are absolutely fucked. And I think it was Kevin says, Joe Jow's got to get, gotta get tight here. And he did fucking slams the door shut absolutely fantastic zach joe jow you know taking a lot of guff but it's not a play joe not a not a a play joe jow makes several weeks ago huh not too bad from joe jow yeah i honestly (laughs) think the going forward's worse for him now i mean it's he's a better defender than attacker he might be and like i think it was i don't know if it was i guess it was last season we always be like man joe jow is the most threatening on attack but like (laughs) Then he was like, but how many, what has he produced? And it's always zero. (laughs) It just looks like it because he can get to, like, he can get past people. But there's those exciting moments. Yeah. Where you're like, something could happen. I mean, we know better now. He had, uh, if you watch the highlights again, um, one of our two first half shots. He cut in. He's going down the middle. Outside the box, he's like, yes. (laughs) Rips yeah, a god awful shot. I think I'm like inclined to defend him because one, because he seems like a really nice guy. Sure. Two, he's like playing his ass off. Three, like playing a position he was unfamiliar with, and um, he's perfectly like adequate replacement if this was an emergency, which I suppose it is. Um, however, if we really want to be better, it, yeah, it can't. We do want to upgrade. His it position. can't be him. Uh, Kubo. You know, he's finally really catching on the position we put him in. Send him back out wide. And he had one of his worst games since uh, early in the season. He had the pass of the year. He's swinging around, trying to work it out of the back. Gets a little bit to the side and tries to do a crossfield pass directly to Nashville. This is in the second half. So it's uh, Nick Hagelin one-on-one with whoever it was and takes him down right outside of the box. No foul from Guido on replay. Zach Quite a foul. I don't know if you do you remember what I'm talking about. Mm-mm. The giveaway foul. I will say for Guido, are we team Guido now? I mean, I feel like he gave us more than we deserved last night um, watching the game. Yeah, I mean, we. Sh- <clears throat> I think we should be beyond the. Uh oh, uh oh, it's Guido. Cause we're about six games in with it's him. It's kind of a fun mm-hmm. memory at this point yeah. to me. I'm showing Zach the, uh, the Kubo giveaway. Show me those Brenner giveaways from the first half. Christ God. God I love this. <laughs> ah, that, yeah, that's clean. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he got any of the ball. Oh, it looks like he got a lot of them there, Tommy. So that was uh, that was that. They get three goals on us. We don't really ever come close. Our best moment was the little give and go, and then where Acosta kind of backheeled it across goal to Brenner. Who uh and then you know for Brenner's sake probably the hardest hit ball he's ever had. Um, I mean he was right into a Nashville player, but he gave it his all in that ball. Uh, Zach Brenner, where's he been? What's going on? I don't know if this is the right game to blame specific players because it seemed like much to Coach Koff's dismay. I would say uh, it was a it's a tactical uh, master ass, Zach. Zach. Ah. 
And uh, everyone's been saying it. Brenner, the uh, sloth in the box. It's caught on like wildfire. <laughs> nice. We talk about his moment I when we were down to nothing. It could have been a real game changer. We get a long ball from Acosta down the middle to Brenner, who, in his defense, pro Brenner, fantastic turn. Great turn. He's off and running. It's a 2v1, him and Barrios streaking. He never f- quite gets the right moment to make the cross, and when he does, it's too late to a wide-open Barrios. Their keeper had come way out. An indecisive cross, he might have been better off just trying to go for the shot. But, uh, Zach, put on your coach, your coaching clipboard. If there's a string on it, so put it on. Hang it around your neck, your coaching clipboard. What would you see there? Could have been a could have been a game-changer. Yeah, no, it could have for sure. I think he caught in two minds. He never seems like, I don't know. He was missing Acosta. He needs when it comes making daddy like close. a you know split second decision. He's not going to do that. Like you can always see him kind of like working it out. Like even when he's trying to make a little space for himself, it all's happening kind of in slow motion for us. That was an eleven million dollar scuffed cross. Yeah, we spent the other two million on the goals. I mean, I th- I think the thing is like people talk about like people hate on Brenner, and then people be like, if you're hating on Brenner, you're not seeing how he's contributed with like this because he had like a couple of dummies and the. But fuck the return on ROI. Yeah, you you got to be honest with yourself, <laughs> and uh, it's a bust, <laughs> really. Uh, Barial seems like the best uh, purchase we've made. Yeah, I mean, don't you think? I think Barial is like the only player that we've signed where you're like, this could be a money maker down the line. Yeah. You know? Otherwise, it's expensive uh, internationals who are towards the end of their career. Mocha Joe, Zach, returns. You thought you'd never see him. You think it was Yap saying, in your face, you thought he'd never play again. Well, here he is. Sure. And like, you know, full disclosure, I'd kind of checked out <laughs> at this point. A podcast I used to listen to, there's talk about, uh, not a sports one, but uh, he had a TSOP stat, which is time spent on phone. This might have been uh, this season's absolute king of TSOP, um, probably since the Orlando game, maybe. Other ones, like we said, we get an early lead and we blow it. That's you got to watch that. You got to see that. But uh, this one, especially after the third goal, it's hard to care. And based on my tweet, <laughs> keep propping up my tweet with our shots, you could go thirty minutes and really not miss a goddamn thing. Uh, but yeah, Mocha Joe did return. That was something. Um, uh, Archimedes Ordonias. Making his debut, um, I thought he was an attacker. They put him in left back, so I'm a little confused. <laughs> I guess I didn't really know. That's how we do it. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. I will say, Zach, you probably weren't paying attention, but uh, late in the game, moments that probably don't matter too much, but Archimedes gets the ball in kind of a pressure-filled situation in the back. I'll tell you what looked cool as a cucumber. A couple cutbacks in dangerous places and played the ball out of the back. You love to see it from the young guy from Fort Thomas. Do you not? You do. You just absolutely do. But uh, three no, three nil final score. Zach, I was, what's the word? Bemoaning the fact I didn't have anyone to travel to the Nashville game with last week. And I will say I am feeling quite, quite good about not traveling to Nashville. Do you agree? Yeah, I almost unfun. I was. I almost messaged you because I ended up not having Eli this weekend. Right. And I was like, I could go, but then you know the whole. Pete situation. I was in mourning, so I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna stay home and cry." <laughs> and cover that in potpourri. We don't have to. No, we need to. Especially Amelia, huge <laughs> cat person. She needs to know the fate of your cat. 
it's also a part of the podcast. The meowing that we didn't hear that you complained about. Sometimes the meowing we did hear. Uh, your cat dying is more upbeat thing than uh, <laughs> this game, actually. But yeah, happy I did not travel. Um, kudos to those that did. Nashville, Tarp City, Zach. Have you ever seen so many fucking tarps? No. Nipper never had that many tarts. All every corner, which like corners like a decent spot. Soccer City, baby. Yeah, and they I mean, I'm not like clowning on their No, sure. Go um, ahead. You're just safe. Their attendance because you know. They're building a bigger they're, stadium than us. Yeah. And I mean they're poor you choice. Know, more importantly, they're a better team, right? So fine. However, not better coached, right, Coach Garn? <laughs> but yeah, they fucking uh this was their highest selling game and they still didn't fill out these small sections that they have open so no pre-pubescent fan yeah, base it's unfortunate pathetic if <laughs> you saw last night this guy i won't name has a lot of takes that i disagree with and i was like getting ready to be like tell him to go you know go fuck himself and then someone said i think he's in high school so i said how old are you he said 17 I said, fine <laughs> not not engaging and i was just thinking of me at 17 arguing about like roster construction <laughs> i was like there's no way i would have given a single fuck about any of this shit uh, on a saturday night 17 <laughs> or when i was no seven, way when i was 17 on the message boards i was talking about how they should bring back prohibition <laughs> i thought that was a good idea <laughs> <laughs> better use of your time than talking about tam i mean my god oh it's trying to get women, yeah, young ladies. Like, <laughs> come on, man, get out in the world. Yeah. I'm trying to meet girls in Weezer chat rooms, not yeah. talk about stats. I'll tell you what, Gen and Z and I did Gen Z, get it together, drop the stat card, get out there. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Uh, what are we talking about? Nashville lost, big loss. Uh, Zach, something else before we uh, yap watch it. You you breathed. Oh no, go ahead. Something about seventeen. Getting into it with the old guys. Some of us literally old. Truly old. Uh, but yeah. All I know is you can't blame Yap for this one. I tell you what kind of annoyed me is fucking DJ <clears throat> getting on there with a meme about podcast wars and then saying like someone asked what was up. And he's like, just kids being kids. I'm like, you fucking smug little <laughs> prick. You're the one getting yourself involved now and then trying to act like you're above it all. It's like, plus like. Half these people are fucking old. I know. <laughs> and, and older than him. It's like. I think he's got FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> gotta fucking insert himself. He's like, hey, no one's mentioned the wrong side of the pond. Yeah. Now available on Stitcher. If anyone needs to just fuck off to Columbus, it should be him. Because <laughs> his true person is not real. Introducing the sash bracelet, the bachelorette sash bracelet from the <laughs> Nashville game. Uh, Zach, I saw a <clears throat> baby teeth story last night. I think she was in Nashville for yeah, the bachelorette like, party. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> gotta love it given everyone covid for sure um moving right along i wish i had screen capped it but she texted me one time and she was trying to say occupied and it was <laughs> the worst spelled like awkward <laughs> no it had like an eu in it like occupied um, was it occupied wall street no <laughs> Uh, Occupy Occupy Wall Street was the first wet market. Who knows what diseases were formed there? Am I right, Zach? <laughs> I know that's right, <laughs> folks. Yap watch. Yap watch. Is that right? Yeah, yap. <laughs> Did I say catch watch? <laughs> Who can keep them straight? Oh, uh, Zach. Uh, they didn't post his um, post game 
uh, thoughts, but uh, I just I will say that you can blame him. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's permission granted. I don't know what he said or if he said anything. <clears throat> I would imagine he was going to blame the heat, the way fi- they set fixture up. congestion, <clears throat> and then uh, the quality of the other team. It's like, well, you can't deny they got a good team. Really, they're a really good team. <clears throat> he also said before the week, like, oh, we got to prepare. Sometimes they play this formation. Sometimes they play this formation. And um, I don't know. What was that? Was that was that being prepared for that? It seemed like we weren't prepared at all. Like this was this is what we were doing. And like catching them on the counter. Was it the one time uh, in the second half where Brenner made the turn? Because that was literally that and Joe Jow making a feeble <laughs> sprint down the middle and shooting it uh, to no one. Uh, was that our plan, Zach? Were we trying to hang deep and, and attack? I don't I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. And I think uh, you can kind of overthink what the other team might do, and I think that's a mistake. I think other teams play their game, and yeah. we adjust. How come we don't? Let's. Tr- why don't we make them like? Yeah. And clearly, it didn't fucking matter because playing for their the way they're playing led to them scoring three goals. So <laughs> I think we can we can admit that our tactics were wrong, and theirs were right. I thought I was kind of joking when I said his seat had to be hot again the other week. It's got to be a little warm. Someone's seat's getting warm. I don't know who. I feel like, um, I don't know. You think a new GM's going to want to come in and stick with the same Stom? Stomston? I don't know. I don't no. Know. I mean, we said this like way earlier in this season. It's like, I'm, we are not, we weren't Stam out, but not because we think he's any good, but because what else are you going to do or like the optics of it when we're trying to bring players in, you don't want to look like the most like unstable situation you could come into. Like you have to be able to like entice people. So unless you bring in somebody whose name's got like some cachet or like that's trusted, then you're fucked either way. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I still don't think he's getting fired this year unless we like lose 10 games in a row. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not a one year contract from all those results, like on the road trip and all that stuff. Like, you know, things were looking a little bit rosy, but I think we were kind of like it kind of felt like cotch ball where like these goals did kind of come out of nowhere. And again, like there was that Atlanta game was the only time where I was like, this looks like this. That was the first time I saw progress, really. Yeah, um, we were the better team. And but uh but then, again, yeah, against one was, of the bottom three teams yeah. in the league. No, exactly, and that's why the we comments, play a good team and we look absolutely. The comments pathetic. after the game do him like no favors with the fan base, especially me. When you're saying like, "Well, good teams give up goals," and that's why, like, I think I tweeted at Laurel after. I was like, "But over and over and over and over," and uh, it's like this wasn't a one-off. This is our thing, and uh, and then she also tweeted that like Caleb Stanko seemed genuinely happy, genuinely happy with the point, and like that fucking. Really got under my skin. Like, why? We were winning. We were the better team against a bad team at home. Why would you be? Why would you be happy with that point? Well, they lost without him in Canada, and they tied with him. So he's yeah. like, "Yes, it's just I've made my point." Such shit. And like, you know, it doesn't help. It turns out Stanko is an asshole too, right? So, <laughs> really, like, fuck him. Our depth, whatever. But also, you know, what are we missing? We're missing. Cruz and Matarita. It's like every team's missing at least two players. Yo, here's what we do. Stam out. <laughs> Demay in. Oh, baby. But, but, and I know we talked some shit, especially me, but let Cameron run it on the field. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> doesn't he already yeah but is that like the worst idea in the world like yeah and someone was like on facebook was like talking about hey at least at least they're entertaining and it's exciting and i was like whoa okay no this was not <laughs> i think zach you've been king of the at least entertain me yeah well, this was not that this montreal no. <laughs> that had a little bit of everything uh that was like watching a good horror movie this was just like reading a, a textbook yeah for a test that you <laughs> fail before you even take it yeah. and, and it was just there and, was nothing <laughs> and atlanta was fun yes and it was at home yeah home and is and different because like, yeah we had people. these chances there was barrial went off the post and you know some free kicks just over yeah. the uh, crowd was into it this was a road game you're watching on tv where we had zero good shots i don't think the keeper caught the ball yeah, I think I was <laughs> I was on a phone call for like seventy minutes of the game <laughs> with your ticket rep. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, this was not that game. To that you, was a Louisville guy. ticket rep emails and texts me <laughs> constantly. The crew guy still. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Stom seat. It's got to be. And we're at this stage of grief. Zach. I said someone's. I want Harrison back. <laughs> Harrison Delbridge. This is the point we're at in this season. <laughs> somebody said Ledesma too I'm like yes no but so uh, I said no and then I posted the video of all the shots you know so people will bring up Ledesma and then people will comment like I wouldn't mind him back in like an ambassador role like Omar Cummings I'm like what does that do for you <laughs> nothing I'm telling you right now Ledesma would be better up top than Brenner he puts away these those chances he, he'll run faster um Swallow your pride, Jeff. Yeah. Like, oh, that would be the most. No, I don't think any team's ever done anything like that with a player who wasn't like, you know, we're talking like an all time yeah, <laughs> legend I, of the club. No, but I just think it's crazy. Like, um, people are so dismissive of it. And they're like, oh, you got like these USL blinders on. And it's not like, no, like, I, I think he's good enough. Or people, uh, who was it? I saw someone on Discord credit to you. I don't remember you said it, but it said, I'd rather see uh, Cicerone come in than vasquez my like, guess of course well, yeah i mean that goes without saying i think it was brian or one of the weigels was like they posted like the highlights of cicerone just scored the other day like like would take him like back at fc same like yeah no fucking shit yeah, we man. made like, all the wrong <laughs> we kept jimmy and uh i don't know yeah i would we fucking would have murdered for us to keep cicerone he was like the only player him and ledesma that would take people on yeah, I mean, I was like, we we can't pay for, uh, like, I get it. We can't pay for Ledesma, but we'll pay a million dollars for Mocha Joe. It's like, what is happening? Uh, and I'd rather see Ordonez in Mocha Joe's position. I don't even know where Ordonez plays. I thought he was a striker. And you know, like, Ledesma, unless he already did, he would get that green card in a heartbeat, right? He would come here in an, under an assumed identity. Yeah. <laughs> he would change it. You would get plastic surgery. But I, yeah, again, like it's not even, it's not fucking nostalgia. It's cheap and easy and he's, he could score, you know? Uh, I love this is always the point in the season where <laughs> the harsh reality is X player would be well, the better. The thing is we've been talking about him almost all season. That's like, true. Yeah. I don't like the dismissiveness of it either. Cause no, he, he can play a great ball. He can play a great cross. <clears throat> he can possess the ball. You know, he could see out a lead. At least, at least the Tonga's <laughs> gotten better. Because before it was like, you tell me he would be better than a Tonga. It's like, nah, at least the Tonga's young. Um, yeah, no, yeah. he's got an upside. He had, he had a terrible shot last night, didn't he? Well, well, yeah. well wide, as but, he does. You know, as everybody does. But that's enough. Yeah, yeah your seat's warm. It's got to be. And um, 
excited for the next slate of games where we can uh, yeah. really. I will say, like, the positives out of like this, these chunks of games are like Harris definitely has still got it. I think he was kind of written off. You know, people are saying like, "Oh, we need Cruz back," but like, I don't think that's really been the problem because I think <laughs> I don't think it changed anything. Last no, I, I think Harris has done actually like, pretty good. I think he's probably run more than he has in the past 10 years oh this one i i don't even want to play it but i think i need to i don't want to waste it we have but it's a brand new fcc inside source <clears throat> zach did i play this before the podcast for you Bleh. sorry no well it's gonna blow a few minds so uh let's go ahead and roll it i shouldn't be doing this right now but my conscience is too strong Without identifying myself, I'm one of the lead designers of TQL's concourses. After years of designing mazes for mice at university, I graduated to large-scale aptitude tests on humans. Replace the cheese with a stale pretzel and you'll begin to understand. On the surface, things look quite normal, but my clever design is built for only two outcomes. Anger and soggy underwear. The goal is for both at once, of course. With each game, I watch the monitors with glee, as grown man after grown man soils himself and cries gently as he squeezes back to his small seat. There is also no practical advantage to going cashless, just one more humorous step for the elderly who I so dearly abhor. So please, don't act appalled when you're stuck in line at the next home game. Be glad you're a part of my sick, somewhat sexual fantasy of absolute human gridlock. Mmm, stom out. FCC Inside Source. <laughs> wow. An absolute deep one. I'm spoke from the heart and you can't blame that wow. TQL designer. It's like, just confirms what we already <laughs> believed. Zach, I will say uh, the only person having a good week this week is FCC's Concourse. Am I right? <laughs> I know that's right. Actually, we were there on Wednesday. Uh, and... Um, I heard some more complimentary things about the concourse than I'd heard in weeks past. You, you did. You, you went to the bathroom and you learned a little trick. Go left. Yeah, I did. So <laughs> you know, we are right. I think we said before. You you walk in the main entrance, you go straight to our stairs because we're right about midfield on the second level. Well, I know it was like game two. I tried to go to the bathroom where I saw a sign, and those were locked off. But uh, as they should be. Yeah, I went down near like section 215 to that bathroom, which was now open and was in and out. It was fucking incredible. And apparently like you can walk that way and go out onto like the, what do they call it? Like the patio area. Out the plaza. There, the plaza. Um, but it just smelled like a cloud of fucking cigarette smoke. Yeah, right. Like fuck that. But uh, yeah, it was much better. So it was halftime. I know. What kind of idiot goes at halftime <laughs> at a soccer game? Like, well, you don't want to miss the game. Yeah, and I was back with plenty of time to spare, so. I'll say that was good. It was uh, Chad's first time at the stadium. I believe he enjoyed it. We walked a loop around. How do you feel? You know, he felt like, I think, how we felt, where it's like, this doesn't feel like it's our <laughs> stadium, you know? We still feels, haven't won there, so yeah, we it, haven't christened it yet. It feels bizarre, and then, yeah, I think he really enjoyed it. I had to let him down, let him know we have a bar in our way, but... <laughs> the bar, I'm getting over, I'm getting used to the bar. Probably because I'm on the edge of my fucking seat, just like that guy on Facebook. Yeah, I was as well. And I talked to Alex behind us. I was like, is this all right when I'm sitting up on the edge of my seat? He said, no problem. So, <laughs> Boom. I no. found my, I was annoying myself, <clears throat> shouting a little too much. But me and Chad went, got ramen before. I had some Japanese drink. <laughs> I think I smelled the ramen. 
Something smelled a little brothy. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Apology accepted. Um, Speaking of brothy ramen, this guy, we haven't heard from him in a long time, but he's the expert we need in the times we trust. You don't call on Pat. You don't call on Laurel. Stooges are the team. You call on a guy who's now completely separated but still has thoughts. It's the beat man, Chuck Hatch, in a brand new... Baby, Charles, Chuck Hatch, please don't overlap when I'm talking because it will sound weird for reasons I can't explain. How's it feel to be back on the pod? Mm, can you play that Nas song for me? Hate Me Now? They have a song called Welcome Back. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, you think you're thinking of um, Mace. Mace. <laughs> could you play that Mace song for me? Somewhere, uh... Mace just got a little pep in his step because someone confused him for Nas. <laughs> Lyrical genius. That's Charles, back on the pod. Where do you stand on the podcast wars? First of all, I didn't have that written down, but I just got to know. Or are you team bracelets? <laughs> pew, pew. Well, I got to say, uh, the more pods, the merrier. It's just great for the fan base. Love it. Love them all. FCC can't seem... Sorry to get right into it, but people want to know. Can't seem to hold on to a lead at home or away. What is the flaw in this club, this team, that makes this such an issue? Well, the, the, I find a flaw in your questioning there. Um, I wouldn't say they give away. Well, they do give away the lead, is, was my point. Um, the FO said they want an exciting match, so that's what Stan's going to give them. So really... You go up to, and then you play nice and loose. You might say it's on the fans for asking for an exciting game. You wanted excitement, and now you've got it. There's nothing exciting about a 5-0 drubbing. Absolutely not. Um, this one, I'm getting a lot of questions in my question box here. Uh, we're live. Mocha Joe cost nearly a million dollars to barely even sniff the field this year. Is it fair to say Mocha Joe was a huge miss on Jared Knight Camps? I gotta say, I find that question a little racist. <laughs> I bet if we spent a million dollars on, I don't know, Tony Cruz, you wouldn't be asking that. No, what about Sim DeYoung? He was another one, though. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> sorry, a name from the past, but you're right. Oh, this one, this is getting all the tabloids talking. Jeff Cameron is totally unwilling to get vaccinated. He may have cost FCC three points. He may have also cost a few people their lives. What's your name? Uh, Charlie, Chuck, is there any good reason not to get vaccinated now? Well, yeah, sure. You just got to... I mean, think about this. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any good reason not to get back? It's just it's just a pretty straightforward question. Yeah, I was actually texting you before. You said you were gonna have you didn't want to do it until you had a friend who could take you to get um your shot, and then you said, "But I don't have any friends," which <laughs> that hit me pretty hard. Things going things going uh, rough after the big move, new job. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Missing your FCC crew. I loved this club. Despite all their faults, which I was never really able to find any, um, they were near and dear to my heart. I uh, I made a mistake. And I wish they would take me back. Yeah, and Lacadia, I feel your pain. You want your family back? So do I. Charles, pull it together. I just got a couple more questions and we'll let you go. And cry in peace. Uh, but it's a tough one. Stom's record with FCC. That's almost too bad to believe. I'm sorry, but Yap Stam played in a Champions League final. He's one of the best defenders of all time. 
I think that speaks for itself. So you think going Dutch was still the right move? That's the move they made. It's the right move. Final question. We'll get you out of here. I don't want to ask any more tough questions. The Delta variant. Oh, my God. It's wreaking havoc across the globe. There's no end in sight. There simply can't be a silver lining to what's going on, is there? Yeah, well, sure. Um, Restaurants and bars have gotten crowded, making me a little uncomfortable. I get sweaty in there. If people would start to fear, fear the Delta variant, maybe I can get a seat. A few more reservations for the beat writer, huh? Yeah, I only need one. <laughs> maybe maybe not for long, because I think when this podcast beams out all across the globe, FCC might bring you back. Um, but there's also people doing independent stoogery for uh, FCC. All right, Sophie's Choice here, real quick. Last question. I know the last one was the last one. Laurel or Pat? Oh, boy. How do you pick? Well... Me and Pat have a long, long history together. But uh, if I got to pick one, I'm sorry, I got to go with uh, Carl Linder. <laughs> yeah, that might as well get your news from the very top. I don't blame you for uh, the Pat thing. I know it all started during the George Floyd protests when uh, he was like, do I go around this way? He said, uh, no, Pat, you go straight through those police officers <laughs> right there. And they tackled him and he hasn't forgiven you since. Do you think, was it before that or was that... No, it was around there. Chuck Hatch! But his pros, oh my God, his pros. <laughs> Undeniable. William Shakespeare. Like the sun rises and the sun sets, Pat Brennan tweets. Pat Brennan tweets to explain his previous tweet. <laughs> the sun will rise again. Charles Hatch as he lives and breathes. Kevin, top that... MLS Minute, he's going to talk MLS, he's going to talk Stom, I don't know, because he hasn't recorded it yet. Take it away. U.S. men's national team fans got a brand new name to get hyped for in MLS. We got one Ricardo Pepe, scores a hat trick for FC Dallas. He becomes the youngest player to do so in MLS history. The player who previously held that record won Kakuta Mane. In a move that FC Cincinnati fans can find no parallels to, I'm sure, Toronto FC now undefeated after firing their really terrible manager. Hmm. Also this weekend, Colorado goalkeeper William Yarbrough had one of the worst own goals you'll ever see in soccer. Definitely find a clip of that one. And of course, the story of the weekend in MLS, Kanye West has apparently moved into or is squatting Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. They had a listening party for Kanye's new album, I guess, and they took over the visiting locker room. The Columbus crew actually had to get ready for their match in an auxiliary backup uh, locker room. And then on top of that, Kanye was seen walking around the game wearing pantyhose over his head and face as a way to try to not be recognized. It is one of the most insane, bizarre moments in not just MLS history. This is American sports. This is so strange. And please don't forget, your opinion on whether or not an FC Cincinnati manager should be fired or not depends entirely on which podcast you listen to. Yes, don't worry about what your actual opinion is. Don't worry about the results on the field. No, 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 no. Everything that has to do with your opinions on soccer is 100% virtue signaling and in-group 
demonstrations. So be sure to represent your podcast of choice properly out there on Twitter. Yop out. Oh, baby! He did everything I want. I have a feeling he's changed his tune. He's not in. <laughs> he, he read Coach Koff's Twitter thread and was like, you know what? He's putting him in the right spots. They just didn't want to be there. Um, I think it was like late in the first half, CST tweeted, voice crack. Um, looks on these guys' faces. They don't even want to be there. It's like, jeez, oh, you're, you're inferring a lot. By the third goal, it was true. Popery! Let's get out of here quickly. But Popery. first, Zach, the fate of your cat. He's been a staple of the pod. He's been on more this past year than Nick. Uh, Pete the cat. You've heard him when Zach's in the basement. You might not hear the cries anymore. Zach, what happened to Pete? <laughs> Did you strangle him? No. No, and I feel a lot of guilt for talking so much shit about him. <laughs> you pushed this on him. No, he had... Apparently he had a urinary tract blockage in his bladder. Sure. Anyway, he had problems. <laughs> and uh, they blamed me for going on vacation. Did they? <laughs> they said it would probably... He was so used to me being there. I was his one you know, sole <laughs> provider and caretaker that the stress probably called it, caused it. Um, it was a fucking nightmare. So I went... I sat with him while they put him down it was yeah fucking total shit (laughs) does eli know his beloved pete has gone on no he doesn't oh (laughs) yeah he hasn't been eli hasn't been back to the house yet so yeah the cat that he picked out at the uh, shelter i gotta let him know he's an all-black cat right yeah but you can't replace pete he's got that that he had that big primordial pouch about dragged on the floor (laughs) um not really my thing yeah. was the most vocal cat of all time so it was really jarring at home no. <laughs> the silence yeah good for recording bad for morale yeah no it was fucking it sucked <clears throat> ass <laughs> so it's been quite quite a ride with pete yeah look this cat had a hard life when i, I adopted him he got he had worms then he had ear infections then we found out he had food allergies then he had a tumor in his ear um and now yeah, now this. Well, you know, at least he had a an owner's <laughs> son who loved him. <laughs> I did. Can't uh, take those memories away. Yeah. I treated him well. Yeah. Well, Pete, if you're listening, wherever you are, I always appreciated you, even <laughs> if Zach didn't. And Amelia, he tried his best. Okay. I'm like, he I'm, was the porgiest cat you've ever seen. Yeah. It was, it was a Friday, so I was supposed to be at work. I texted the boss. I'm like, hey, I'm at the you know, emergency vet. My cat, I don't know what's going to go on. Because you sit in your car and wait. And then they came out and got him. They decided it was like critical. They took him in. So I was waiting. Then it's like around 11. Um, my boss calls. He's like, oh, just looking for an update. And I'm like, There's some, I'm about to go back there and put him down. And I start like <laughs> crying on the phone. And uh, he's like, what do you think you'll be in after that? Like, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> Tell you what, they wouldn't have said that if it was a dog. Uh, he would. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pete, Pete, Pete. Also your boss. What a card. Yeah. So did you end up going to work that day? No, nah, hell no. Okay. <laughs> I went and like, I spent about seven hours 
caning that rocking chair on the front porch. It's my therapy. <laughs> so you could rock and reminisce. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh yeah. Other potpourri, I just want to say that Wednesday home game was my favorite of the of the season. That was that was the game to win. Yeah. Just, just had a good time. Um the late start, I know that kind of sucked, but felt all right, not too sweaty. Yeah, it hasn't been that. There's only one game I think it got face burned, but otherwise, uh, the sun hasn't been a total pain in the ass. This one, it was mostly behind clouds. Nice. So, uh, what do we got crazy. next? The 31st, that will be this Saturday, 7.30 p.m. We are playing DC United. DC United is currently at a place in the standings that is loading. They are currently ninth, 1.2 points per game. Barely above our point nine three points per game. They're away record one five and two. So I mean, they're not prone to winning games on the road, but uh, we're not prone to winning at home where we are oh three and two. Is the middle number the tie or the loss? The loss. Uh oh. So DC, not great. Uh, they've played. <clears throat> Who fucking cares? Whatever. Um. Zach, last thing, maybe. Do you see Seattle play? They started about eight teenagers and Spencer Ritchie. They had a 15-year-old, uh, several 18-year-olds, and um, eventually they subbed on Raul Rui Diaz, who scored that uh, long-range bomb. But they win one nothing. You know, kind of hurts some of our arguments about our roster depth when they were able to start a bunch of teenagers. Sure. I mean, that's one that, like... I'll give to our FO. It's like we haven't had as much time to like build up an academy and stuff. But uh No, just general blame for lack of depth. No, for <laughs> sure. No, I, I agree. And like especially like in these past couple weeks, we should have you gotta find a way to rotate. Like you don't need to do like wholesale rotation, like start five different guys, but like, you know, you gotta give fucking Joe Jow a break at some point. Like, just move someone out there, give them a try, you know, or do a different formation. Like, um, especially after you lose, you're like, why didn't we do more? Because it didn't matter in the yeah. end. Or in like fucking Barial, he's gassed. Like, you know, one of those games, like, you could have the same starting 11 minus Barial and have, yeah, let fucking Ordonez get a run out. You got it. I don't know. I mean, Stom was pretty defeatist after, before the game, I should say. It's like, I don't, you know, they're a good team. They got a lot of good players. It's like, yeah. okay, glad we know, can prepare. Uh, so if we win, we beat an amazing team. And if we lose, of course we lost. It's the big deal. Uh, but yeah, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. You bringing your son? I mean, I'm going to have him. He really doesn't like to go if uh, your kids aren't there. So, but yeah. yeah, I'm probably bringing him. Nice. You better pay attention. All right, final thoughts. RIP Pete. RIP the season. RIP Stom. RIPs all around. RIP the Pod Wars. It was fun, but we won. <laughs> War is over. They uh, they signed the papers. We are the last pod standing. All the other ones went off your feed. That's what's up. Congratulations. Uh, King's Hammer. You can send that check to... Uh... Jonah, I'll be taking your sponsorship money now. Uh, and we're starting the Growler Cup. I don't know what that is, but I always hear it. 
It's ours now. Arr, cup. <laughs> it's a growl. Uh, speaking of growl, Zach, the beast of Mocha Joe out there, huh? What animal would you say? <sighs> One last purr for Pete out there for <laughs> Mocha Joe. My final thoughts. Oh, we are a terrible team. Often. So let's play better. This Saturday, I'm I'm declaring it now. You heard it here first, for, for first folks. Must win. Absolutely. Must win. Zach, final what thought. Um, final Zach. thought is... Uh, Saturday must win. Must win. This was this was rock bottom. But somehow there is... <laughs> no, this is rock bottom. <laughs> but if Saturday's must win, that means... Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, coach, keep it up. I like having a ying to our yang. Who's somebody who I don't hate. <laughs> and I can say... I don't hate you. All right. To play us out, Nashville's finest, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Just, I was trying to think of someone who's definitely not from Nashville. All right. Yeah. Olympics. Enjoy. We suck there, too. Amelia, what's good? What's Cody? Croppin'. TT. See you Saturday, for sure. Absolutely. Bon voyage! Winners! Goodbye.
Glory.